0: welcome back Chaotically Intoler, episode 133 big weekend massive weekend um i don't even know what to say i mean ha- some of them were kind of stinkers
1: right well, yeah i mean i think the well, the second half of the ravens the game was kind of a ravens stinker the ravens game was really the only bad football game you know what i mean i mean yesterday that you had the, the lions bucks was pretty pretty balanced for a while and then of course the chiefs and bills were just you know like whoever had Instant the ball last wins and yeah. uh, played out that way.
0: I just think it was a lot of mismanagement,
1: I guess. I feel
0: like there was like some like mistake a playoff team shouldn't make, like missing a field goal
1: by bass. Well, yes. Yes. Uh funny enough, I had a friend today from Baltimore text me that his mom saw Justin Tucker at the store. Everyone's going up to Justin Tucker wishing him good luck and somebody asked him apparently about Tyler Bass and he said, "Well, you know, it happens." And I'm thinking not to him. And to, I hope <laughs> not. Um, but I mean in that case, well, the the fake punt was absurd yeah. and desperate. And you could see it coming because they were they were messing around with the formation. And um, but we'll get into this with that game. The the score was not nearly as cl- I mean, the way the Chiefs dominated the game offensively, yeah, almost eight yards a play, Buffalo was doing everything it could to protect its defense, the play calling. They were just over. They were just overmatched. Mm-hmm. They were just undermanned and overmatched in that game. And um, there's been talk about Kyle Shanahan and how he's not aggressive enough in the postseason. Because going back to the Atlanta Super Bowl, you know, there were a lot of question marks about his play calling in that game and the way that that you know the Patriots comeback unfolded. And then in the Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Chiefs. Um, and even on Saturday with Purdy, the feeling was it it, it wasn't, it just, I don't know, that it wasn't aggressive enough. They weren't explosive enough. So, um, yeah, the coaching is a big part of it and health. Yeah. I mean, my God, like we saw it yesterday in the Bills game, especially you saw it with Debo Samuel. Um, you got to be healthy this time of year. Mm-hmm. This isn't quite like baseball where you can lose a, a key guy or two and you can make trades or you can, you know, the, the other 23 guys on the roster will just pick you up individually. Football, you know, you, You can't go too deep into the depth chart and expect to win.
0: Well, I mean, we saw the Lions pick up Zach Ertz today. That was, yes.
1: said that was a big, yeah. And like I was saying before, maybe that's insurance for Laporta. Maybe they think he can make an impact. Or maybe just because he played in the NFC West for the Cardinals, he knows, he has a couple tips on how to attack the 49ers. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's talk Ravens-Texans to start. Big win for the Ravens. You had to get that monkey off your back, I feel like. Yes. Just with coming out of the bye you, you had that collapse in what 2019 mm-hmm. right and then obviously I think those thoughts kind of creeped in especially in the first half I mean that game yeah. was very close in the first half uh Houston really seemed to not be able to move the ball whatsoever though
1: I felt like the the Ravens
0: defense is violent
1: yeah the 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 energy at home the you know the aggressiveness of the Ravens even. So they played Houston twice this year. They held them both times to the team's lowest output of the season. They they held them out of the end zone actually in both games. So the Ravens only gave up the punt return touchdown. You never want to see your special teams have a breakdown in the postseason or anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the Ravens won a game on a punt return against the Rams in December. Yeah, But um, you know, cause we'll talk later about kickers and <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> for the Packers and the Bills, you know, lamenting late missed field goals um the ravens are in good shape there yeah it was the first half was um you kind of expected that the ravens were gonna it was gonna be a little bit of touch and go you yeah. know you had that whole history you had the cold weather you know coming off the ravens hadn't played a meaningful game in three weeks since that 49ers uh, no since excuse me since the miami game on yeah. uh, on new year's eve was their last was that new year's eve that was new year's eve wow week 17 of course yeah. in my head that's 17 is the end of the season but uh, but the second half, they came out right away. And this is how you know what a team's really made of in the postseason. When you need to do something, when you have no margin for error, and the Ravens probably felt like they didn't. They had to come out and at least get points in that first possession. They go right down the field. Jackson runs it in. And I think that drive just – everybody let out a, a sigh of relief. Like, we have a lead now in the second half. Like Let's, let's breathe. We got our offense going. And from there – you could just see everything was, they were relieved. The defense started pinning its ears back and poor CJ Strath, no chance. Uh, And, and then the Ravens did what they did. They pounded the rock. They ran the ball. Jackson had a hundred himself, which I, I mean, I don't mind, like, obviously who's going to say, yeah, I'm complaining that my team's quarterback ran for a hundred yards, but you don't, you know, ideally you could just, pound the running game and you could have your running backs go 25 30 carries for 150 or whatever it was but then the the good news was they got to get they were able to get dalvin cook some touches late in the game which really worked out well for them i was a little surprised jackson was still in there when it was 31 to 10 and then they kicked the late field goal but they they were just handing off at that point so they got five yards a pop from justice hill um cook had eight carries for 23 yards not bad considering he hasn't played in in a little bit so uh, this is this was the Ravens' identity. Like this is what they do. They they have to run the ball. I think. I mean, it's not that they they couldn't. Win. We've just never seen a game where like Lamar Jackson has to throw like 50 times. Yeah. They get into a shootout, shootout with the Chiefs. That would be my concern. You know, not that they couldn't put together one drive when they needed to, um, but you just worry about that. They're yeah. not. Are they the kind of team that can come back from? 14 points down. And I say that and the last time these teams met was week two of 2021. It was a big deal because the Ravens had lost all three and the Ravens were down 35, 24 in the fourth came back, took the lead, got a late fumble recovery of Edwards. So they won the game. So maybe that, that game right there broke the curse a little bit against the chiefs. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll see though. First, first uh, AFC road or AFC championship game on the road coming up. But I yeah. think the Ravens have to feel really good. And hopefully get back Mark Andrews and maybe Marlon Humphrey. They've been doing just fine without him, but they can get those two guys back. Boy, does that just make them that much more dangerous.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the yards. I mean, you guys dominated just in in almost every single statistic. Like first down, 22 to 10. Um, Total plays, you dominated in plays, 67 to 47. Total yards, 352 to 213. Right. You guys ran for 129 without Lamar like no right. problem you had no right. problem running the ball without him yeah i mean i i'm i would assume that lamar's ability to run has impacts on it, the absolutely. running game with the other absolutely. guys as well yeah, of course. but just getting dalvin cook touches um just adding a, another dynamic to to your offense is big
1: yeah because they lost keaton mitchell and he was kind of the swiss army knife he was a really dynamic young first year player and um so they've kind of had to pick up some slack there, and Cook's not quite going to replace that, but he brings some a veteran presence, obviously, and he thinks he's still got a lot in the tank. He's not like he's an old, you know, an animal, old man, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, yeah, I mean, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, Dalvin Cook, I think uh, well, they're in good shape right, yeah. running-wise.
0: And and Houston, I mean, I, I don't think you can come away from anything with this game. But the only thing you say is that, Wow, what a what a run yeah,
1: we had! I yeah. mean,
0: this was you don't ex- you didn't even expect to be Cleveland. I feel like right, right. They didn't expect to be in the playoffs. They didn't expect to beat the Colts. Like the fact that they were here is a success. This is, this is the game where they walk away saying, "Oh, you know, applaud the team off the field. We had a great year. Yeah, sucks to yeah, lose, right. but yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. just one week late. That's it. We're one week off. Um, but yeah, the congrats to the Ravens. The, yeah, Their was. first what is this, the first home AFC title game for them as first well. First
1: ever in the city of Baltimore since the 1970 season, mm-hmm. which is a, a I mean god it's over half a century ago. Um that was on the way to Super Bowl 5 against the Cowboys. Uh with the, which they won in the a, gross. Yeah, was, they they a gross. Yeah. They won in a gross. was game. like even though it was one basically on a last second field goal that it was one of the worst Super Bowls yeah. ever.
0: I think there was like five turnovers. By yeah. each team, uh,
1: I want to say? Yeah, it was something like that. And I'm trying to think, was it Jim O'Brien? Was that his name? Um, it's Yeah, so the Ravens, this is their fifth AFC Championship game. But first one yeah. at home. Most of them were in New England. Most of them. Right. Two, uh, <laughs> two against the Pats, one against the Raiders, one against the Steelers. So the the good thing for the Ravens is, even though this group has not really... that They don't have a lot of... Yeah, I mean, they have some postseason experience, but not, you know, Super Bowl. Experience. Deep runs. Kyle but... Van Noy who started on the team with nine sacks this year, he comes with two Super Bowl wins. He was part of one of the best – Bill Belichick's one of his masterpieces when he beat – I mean, he he completely shut down the Rams, um, well, twice ever. But in 2018, when they held him to three points, and Van Noy was a big part of that team. And that's just – those are the savvy type of pickups that the Ravens make because the Ravens, this was their first playoff win since the 2014 season. Right. And they beat, they beat uh, Pittsburgh in the wildcard wow. around that year. It's been a while. But what I was going to say was, you know, we'll, we'll come back when we preview this game. Um, but the Ravens, like Harbaugh at least, and the organization has experience playing these like uh, uh, Goliaths of the conference. Because, like you said, right, they, a lot of those championship games were New England or Pittsburgh. So, the, you know, the Chiefs are kind of the new Patriots, right? Patriots are out of the way. So the chiefs can be the Patriots. And, uh, this is kind of like that type of moment. And the Ravens have always risen to the occasion in those games. Even the ones that they lost, they were very close, very valiant. They did it, you know, one year they had a rookie Flacco. Oh yeah. It was a pick six that basically sealed the game. And then the one in new England with Billy Cundiff and uh, Lee Evans, but Hey, knock on wood. Cause that ended up. The greatest thing was Billy kind of misses that field goal. The Ravens pick up Justin Tucker, some undrafted kid the next year. And, um, that's worked out pretty well, so um, I think the Ravens have to feel as, as good as they possibly could coming out yeah. of this game. I mean, well, like, John Harbaugh was dancing all, dancing.
0: all in the, all in the locker room. A lot of
1: Harbaugh dancing in general. Yeah, this in 2024, right? And I and there. and I think
0: Jack was in there too. Jack, Jack Harbaugh, there.
1: yeah. Peyton Manning was at the game Saturday, and then somehow he made it to was it Detroit or Buffalo? I can't remember. I think it was Detroit. Probably
0: Detroit because yeah. he did that thing with Jeff Daniels. Oh, he, did, he did. He did the that. seance. They did a seance in like, I don't even know, November maybe, maybe oh, or so October. They did Mojo to bed Yeah, or they did okay. a whole videos for like pay, like Omaha Productions or something. Oh, okay. Him and Jeff Daniels. There's a bathtub. They poured
1: something in it. I don't know some sort of seance, and it's worked. I was wondering about Jeff Daniels because he was like the one celebrity I didn't see, but I know he's a big time yeah. Lions fan. And I, by the way. And we'll talk plenty about you know Taylor Swift, but like I, I for the Lions to have some celebrities attached to that team, yeah. nobody can accuse them of being front runners. You know, they have they have nothing. There's nothing to front run yeah. with that franchise. Like the people that have, that are you know the Detroit. Based celebrities, yeah. you know, M M and and Jeff Daniels. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Mike Tarico. I don't know. He's I know he's not allowed to say it. He's from Detroit. He loves that I, I love that he got to do the game, mm-hmm. both games. He's gotten to do both Lions playoff what? games, which is um he's a Michigan guy. And uh, you know, those are the people you want to see. Yeah. And you wanna see the owners and shots of the the GM maybe, the people that were instrumental. I don't want to see a player's girlfriend or wife, or his brother, for that matter, or just—I mean, it's fine. I understand. Or they'll show like con- concern shots, you know, like CJ Stroud's mom. That was great. Like, yeah, show her. You know, she's. Yeah, I understand. Like it's a, the mother of a player. It's different, but like, yeah, the Taylor Swift thing. My God, it's getting ridiculous.
0: She's actually. She. I don't. She's not at fault at all, in
1: my opinion. No, she's, she's just. Wrong. She's just sitting. She's there. just there. And the just NFL. Fun and yeah. she Should. It's the it's the media's uh, uh, inability to consume enough of it. Yeah, Yeah, she has. Of course, she has every right to be there and to support him. What else would she do?
0: The Jason, the Jason Kelsey thing, because he's in the NFL. I, I understood why they were going all over him. Like every it felt like every five minutes they were they were cutting to Jason Kelsey doing something crazy.
1: Well, it's nothing like rooting for the team that beat you in the Super Bowl last year,
0: right? He he knows he's retired. I've I've actually heard the theory that he's gonna him and Travis are gonna retire at the same time on their podcast on New Heights.
2: Oh. That's
0: that's the new working theory because Jason has said I haven't made a decision yet. I can't make a decision, um, but they said it on the podcast. They said I haven't made a decision, and Travis has already been talking about hey, um, I might be getting too old somebody's retiring on that podcast. Will it oh, just be absolutely. Jason
1: or will it be both of them? But it's yeah. going to come out on new heights probably before it comes. out anywhere Oh, else. absolutely. But um, yeah, no. And again, I mean like not Jason, of course you're going to root for your brother, even yeah. though they did lose to them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I get it. It's just, we are talking about, and we'll get into the chiefs, but they're the new Patriots, right? We're getting tired of it. And it, it but it's, it keeps it fun. Cause you, you have a villain, you have somebody to, you want to bring down that Goliath. Yeah. Right. And, the Ravens have that opportunity, and to an extent, the Lions have that opportunity. Because the Niners, while they haven't actually won the thing, they've been in, what, four out of the last five NFC championships. Yeah. As a franchise, they've won five. So, you know, and here are the Lions in their second championship And So that a nice – when we get into that, it's a nice theme mm-hmm. for this championship weekend.
0: Yeah, Um it's, it's just funny to remember, I think, back to 2018 when Brady was still on the Patriots. Yeah. And still, Mahomes, yeah, the Mahomes and went it. in, you know, or uh, they welcomed Brady to Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I hope the Chiefs win. I hope the Chiefs win. Just the heel turn that has happened uh-huh. where everyone hates Mahomes now. Like, Whoa, it's crazy. Auto commercial. I mean, God. and it's like, I get it, but it's, it's just very interesting to see how quickly that that narrative can change. Like it's almost like
1: that. Right. When don't let me get on too much of a tangent, but my big problem with the, the chiefs as much as anything is okay. If they're going to be the new dynasty, fine. They, the, the torch was never properly passed. Usually when you, when the torch is passed, you have that, that game where you beat them and you, you say, okay, now it's our time. They didn't beat Brady. Brady went in and beat Mahomes that year. And it's not that Mahomes played a great second half, terrible in the first half, great in the second half Patriots. They got it in overtime. They never gave it back. Um, and then the next year there was a chance that they were going to meet again. But Ryan Tannehill and those scrappy Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel went back to New England, <laughs> knocks them off. And instead, the Chiefs are hosting a nine and seven Titans team for yeah. the AFC Championship game instead of maybe, well, maybe having to get past the Patriots in the divisional round. And then twenty twenty comes and it's like they they dominate that season, yeah. the, the pandemic season, and they beat the Bill uh, Browns and they beat the Bills, and then they go to the Super Bowl. And who do they see? Tom Brady, and here's your chance now. Okay, show show us that you can take that torch. Yeah. And they got torched. They lost twenty by twenty two points in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't have to see Brady again. They beat him in his last year when the Bucks were kind of a joke last year, yeah. honestly. Um, but by default, by default, the Chiefs have kind of become that yeah. next team without really. I don't say they haven't earned it. Obviously, you get to six AFC Championship games, but there was never that that what like when Peyton beat Brady. That was the moment where it was like, Okay, this is a rivalry now. And you're oh and, and, and you watch yeah. that game many times and then and then oh guess what? Peyton did it two more times with Denver. Mm-hmm. It's like so, oh well, you know, Brady had seven rings, Peyton had two, but Peyton actually won three out of the five playoff meetings. Yeah. Dayton went to multiple Super Bowls with two teams. You had that like passing of the torch moment. You never have had that with the chiefs. It's mm-hmm. just that the, these other teams in the AFC are just never consistently good enough. Yeah. They weren't good enough to do it against new England. And they're not good enough to do it now. Although maybe the Ravens can be that team. Cause they've always been good at being that foil, even if it's like a one-off. Yeah.
0: And I'll tell you who could have been that is Andrew Luck and the, and the Colts. Oh, yeah. They were that, that 19 season they were going in. You know, Luck was a comeback player of the year in eighteen. Uh-huh. They're coming into nineteen. Every, I mean, they were. I don't even think the Colts were a dark horse to win the AFC. They were probably the three. Horse. Like they were three. Yeah. The it was it was New England, Kansas City, and Indy. And they yeah. also had the defensive rookie of the year and and Darius Leonard, right? Who was Darius, not, yeah, Shaq, not Shaq, Shaq, at the time. Yeah. Um, and then the retirement, and then everything kind of goes to shit. And then you think, oh my god, Jacoby Brissett. Like this team might be good enough, yeah. Just to to throw in Jacoby Brissett, maybe make a run. We beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, and then he hurts his knee against Cleveland or oh. against Pittsburgh. He hurt his knee against Pittsburgh. Oh, and then he wasn't the same after that. It was right. it was over. I I remember it was like we we th- brought in like three other quarterbacks in that same game. Who's the famous backup from New England who was always behind Brady? Uh, Hoyer.
1: Oh, with Hoyer in that game. We had a few of those guys. Yeah, yeah. A few yeah. Hoyers. Um. Funny, though, I was thinking about it because you, you always said anytime time the Colts beat the Chiefs, Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, Colts beat the Chiefs in week three last year by three yeah. points. They beat the Ravens in week three by three <sighs> points this year. Well, and <laughs> right? the logo theory. And then the logo theory. I don't know. If I, logo might, I just missed the old Super Bowl logos. That were oh, I missed that, ones. too. That was just a oh, terrible decision by the NFL. But, yes, I've noticed that people are saying it's got to be Ravens Niners. But...
0: Yeah, no, the script. The script. It's a script.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Niners Packers mm. This one What a game Oh I was so close You were oh, so it was was,
1: 21 to 17 in All the, the way down half. You should have seen me You should have seen oh, me I was, Watching I was thinking of you The whole time My,
0: my dad I was like My dad was like Oh you're not gonna get it You're not gonna get it And the And you know The score was like Kinda I think it was kinda Getting a little too high By halftime And I was like This thing could stay If, if the weather comes back If that rain comes back in And the offense Slows down again This score could stick Just enough and then when San Francisco got the ball, late in the game, going and make that touchdown yeah. drive, you just knew. Like, you knew they were going to
1: do it. Well, and Carlson missing the field goal. Obviously, they yeah. would have made it 24-17. And mm-hmm. then maybe it's tie. They go to overtime. Yeah. Um, ugh, you, just, you felt like the Packers, like, I don't know. Were they just hot or were they actually that good? Because I still can't get out of my mind that they gave up 30 points to Carolina, who then yeah. got shut out twice. Like, they were such a Jekyll and Hyde team. And this was kind of a Jekyll and Hyde game where, like, Came out looking great. And that fourth down, oh my God, like we talked about it. I talked about it with a bunch of my friends just in general. You can't, you cannot leave the game in the hands of the officials, number yeah. one. And you can't leave the the game in the hands of the kicker, maybe unless that kicker is Justin Tucker. You have to get points when you can get them. Yeah. I thought that was a forced rush decision to go for it early. Um, and then they kind of just, at times, their defense just gave up these quick, long drives. Yeah. And at times their defense was just pressuring the heck out of Purdy's. I don't get it. They were so, they looked amazing at times. And I guess that's what you get when you have the youngest team in football. Mm-hmm. You have a a young, I mean, love is a fourth year quarterback, but he's a first year starter. So he's he, young. In my he's opinion, Young, he's young. and yet he's older than Brock Purdy, who is old, really only in his first full season as yeah. a starter, which is kind of crazy. And Purdy played a kind of a, the same type of game, where it was like at times he looked really good, like on that last drive, and at times he just looked like he can't do rookie. it in the rain. He really can't. Yeah. When it comes to rain, he he looks like he can't do it. Well, let's assume that it's not going to rain. I haven't checked the forecast in San Francisco, speak, <laughs> but let's assume it's not raining.
0: Well, at least we know it's not in Detroit, like Todd, like that reporter with Todd Bowles. I don't know if you saw that. No, some reporter was asking Todd Bowles, "Well, what are you going to do about the weather? You know, in Detroit, if if it's too cold." and Bowles like looks at him he was very respectful about yeah, it yeah. but he was like well i mean it's good they have a dome yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really helpful that yeah, he's like oh did dome. you
1: mean going out to dinner, when I, had a dinner? I, I don't know i try not to eat outside maybe
0: you just like drive in the car you're afraid of yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, hydroplaning
1: yeah. or something no, Bowl's a nice guy i mean uh, <laughs> i'm glad he kind of yeah. Uh, um but anyway so yeah so back to 49ers like mm-hmm the talent is all there like again and, I, and this is why I mean look at the odds the Niners are the Super Bowl favorite now yeah they and over the Ravens which is I think a little crazy but whatever I get it the Niners have been close many years but um there's a lot of pressure on the Niners in that game and and this coming game like you know all the pressure was on them Packers yeah. playing with house money um I thought LaFleur made some poor decisions, and I thought obviously Carlson just having a young kicker who you can't trust has got to be infuriating. When you're yeah, I mean playoff game.
0: you got to assume there's somebody else out there. If if so. he says, and I know he was joking well, Mason when he Crosby said
1: Crosby could have been that guy, but
0: I mean anyone else? Like I assume he was joking when he said, "Oh, I, every time he goes out there, I yeah,
1: pray. yeah." But like heard that. It's got to be. There's always a little bit of truth to that. Like there has to be well, any kicker, even, even yeah. Tucker. I mean, you know, you assume, but like, what if it's that one bad snap or that one kick? I mean, he had yeah. every had that, I remember he had that missed extra point, Tucker, they lost the Saints, like the one bad kick of his career. And then the rookie year, the one where he kicked it right over the goalpost against the Pats and Belichick assaulted the official. Anyway, <laughs> um, the, the 49, like the theory is, and I was reading, you know, the betting experts are the same thing. The theory and the fear, if you're a Lions fan is like, The 49ers just won a game they weren't supposed to. Yeah. And they played poorly. So the odds of them playing poorly two weeks in a row in the playoffs is very low. And it's like, can they, you know, can the Lions overcome that? Um, But I don't know. I mean, to say that also is sort of disrespecting the Packers a little bit. I know the Packers played a pretty darn good game and the the rainy conditions. Um, The big thing, I said this before the show. Debo Samuel, like it seems like the 49ers offense is just completely different without it. Not completely, yeah. but but very much impacted when he's not out there. And when they had their three game losing streak, I think Samuel was out at least two of those. It was, not it three was, May have got hurt in one of them. I
0: think he got hurt in one. I think he the got Cleveland hurt against game. Cleveland. Yeah,
1: that was the first game they lost.
0: And then they lost, they also lost Williams too. Yeah. So it was Debo and Williams at yeah, the same so. time they were out.
1: And I think CMC was banged up and they lost yeah. Minnesota Monday night and then they got beat up at home by the Bengals. Um and then they didn't lose again until Christmas. So um that that's a big and and that obviously affected Purdy a little bit too mm-hmm. on Saturday. He, you know, not having your top receiver is always yeah. going to be interesting. Um they almost
0: seem like it's weird because there's so much like great talent. Like you you can name five five like yeah they can you can fill your hand with the amount of like all pro talent. Yeah. But when one goes, it seems like the whole thing kind of chain reaction. Yeah. Dude. And I think I said that last week when it came to Debo, I think I actually said Debo or Trent Williams. Like if you lose those two, this could really be a game and they lost them. And, and, you know, San Francisco didn't look the same. And again, the weather, what are you going to do? I mean, right, it's, it's right. weather, but they both had to play in it too. Um, uh, I had one other point. I can't remember what it was now. Crap. can't remember. Yeah, if you have anything else on this, I'll try and remember <laughs> it while you're while you're talking about it. Let me see. I mean, if you look at the yardage here, Green Bay was pretty even. Like they they kinda they really hung around there. They actually had more first downs, um my or two under in plays, like twenty six less yards. Um, same drives, yards per play was pretty good. Uh they didn't throw the ball as well, but they ran the ball pretty well. Uh San Francisco does not stop the run.
1: No, the, well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the stats. I mean, they got out rushed. The again, I mean, I think that's another thing too. Because we'll talk about it. Obviously, it was a glaring thing in the Chiefs Bills game. The yards per play is a, is a, probably a better indicator than total yards, yeah. honestly, because you know if you don't have the ball as much, it's for various reasons. Ball yeah. control. Um, they're pretty even. I mean, the the Niners had a slight edge five and five point six yards a play is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just thought it was a pretty evenly played game. I thought these two teams were pretty evenly matched. Now, the question is whether – are they evenly matched because Green Bay is a lot better than their record indicates? Are they evenly matched because maybe the Niners aren't as good as everyone thinks? I mean, they've been that he- prohibitive heavy betting favorite all year, yeah. the 49ers. And I get it to an extent, and they are the number one seed, and they're at home in the championship game. But like I just some something about them doesn't feel as trustworthy as it should. Like a team that good in the NFL should feel like yes, like they seem like a sure thing. There's never a feeling with the Niners that they are a sure thing to win those. That's why they haven't won it in 29 years. Shanahan
0: did get the monkey off his back with being down
1: five or more points. That was the first yeah. Heading into the fourth quarter, one in 30. Sure. I finally sure. got it yeah, on. It's a one score game. They were down <laughs> seven points right at the start of the or maybe they were down four. No, I guess seven, because you said five plus. So they got some luck. Eventually they're gonna win one of those games. But yeah, it's it that's a little interesting, you know. Do, then maybe that's part of it too. And that's the that's been the talk with Lamar Jackson where like, do you feel like the Niners are the kind of team where if they're down ten points late? Mm-hmm. that they can just automatically go right down, score, get a stop, score again. You know what I mean? Like, and the Niners were on the other side of that in the Chiefs Super Bowl. They had a 10-point lead late, uh, gave up the touchdown, couldn't put the game away, gave up another touchdown, couldn't get the go-ahead touchdown, and then the Chiefs ran and got a score and, yeah. and really put the game away. So I, I don't know. That's that's what I feel like with, you know, that's the difference, I think, between the Chiefs and the Niners, for example, is just that, you know if Mahomes, if you need a drive, you are shaking in your boots as a defense or yeah. as an opposing fan or whatever. But with the Niners, you're not. You feel like, yeah, Purdy might lead him down. They got a good offense. But we could also stop him here. Yeah. Like we've seen him You can try. force a
0: mistake. You put yeah. the pressure down. Yeah. You pin your ears back. Hopefully, he'll make a mistake. Hopefully, he'll panic.
1: Well, and that's always the thing. They say, you know, it's hard for an offense to go all the way down the field, not make a mistake, mm-hmm. as the Bucks found out, let's say, yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, Detroit, yeah, first conference championship since '91. Second ever. Second ever. Um, I I have a buddy. I was watching the game with him, mm. and he's a diehard Lions fan. He's he says he remembers the playoff win. He was like ten years old when it happened, mm. and he was drunk. But he was sitting there,
1: sure. watching drunk this game. At ten
0: years old, but okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah. This game, this game. Yeah. Okay. Which in the '90s, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, why not? That, that's pretty common.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's sitting there and the lions were up 14 and he goes there's no way we lose this and i go i look at Lions fans everyone, saying everyone everyone around us we look at him, we go shut the fuck up yeah shut up and and tampa goes down and scores a touchdown of course and he goes okay if we lose this i'm quitting i'm quitting being a fan i was yeah. like shut up do not say a word like, just keep your mouth shut. He just wouldn't keep his mouth shut. Right. And then after they get the pick, he goes, it was never in doubt. Never
1: in doubt. Right, I was like, yeah, classic okay. sports fan. I was like, okay. But Alliance, man, I mean, yeah, you would think they would learn. Well, you just said the narrative we were talking about the the Chiefs and Patriots thing. That narrative just, it's like that. Yeah. It's like, suddenly you forget that for the entire Super Bowl era, you had a single playoff win and you've been the probably the, the worst franchise yeah. in terms of, you know, on-field success. Um, and now you're just like, yeah, there's no way it was. game. Yeah, no. we got this. We <laughs> won a game last week. We won it. Um, I'll say this: the Lions' defense still scares me, and not in a not in a good way. <laughs> not not in the way that's like, oh yeah, no, no, no yeah. I'm scared to face them. No, I mean they came up with the pick when they had to. They have been, they have been, and this is so anti-Lions. And this is what's beautiful about this Dan Campbell group is that um, they are just finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. We always talk about the Bills finding ways to lose. Bad teams find ways to lose. The Lions. Have just been winning games by the skin of their teeth, and yeah. I know that they didn't win that one against Dallas that they should have, and whatever, mm-hmm. and I they, they guess they were unfortunately into the call or whatever. But for the most part this year, go back to opening night, and wouldn't that be interesting if it's Lions Chiefs in the Super Bowl bookending the season, yeah? The opening game and then the final game. Um, but they they pulled that one out, you know, they had the fake punt early in the game. I know Kelsey and Jones didn't play, but that was still a huge deal, yeah. Um, they. They won at Lambeau Field early in the year, which didn't look like much, but obviously looking back on it, they had a convincing win. Lambeau, they they hung on to beat the Vikings to win the division. That's a team that's always given them trouble. Um, they beat, let's see, they well, the Rams game was a classic example of that yeah. playoff game. You know, they the and the Rams didn't, by the way, and this just highlights my point from last week. The Rams didn't go for that fourth and fourteen last week. Remember, I was saying yeah. they punted and the Lions. And they only had one timeout, so the Lions only needed two first downs. Mm-hmm. The Bucks converted a fourth and fourteen yesterday, and that's why they went down the field and got that touchdown to make it an eight. Should have been seven. I hate that whole going for two. Oh, or whatever that stupid thing. Don't, I don't give want to go me started. They ran on that, um, but they gave up. That that shouldn't have even happened because it was fourth and fourteen. And yeah. again, like if when you need that stop in a postseason game, like you should be able to make that mm-hmm. fourth and fourteen should be a very low percentage. Yeah. Of conversion rate for the offense, especially Tampa, who's a solid team, but they're not a great team. Yeah. Um. But lo and behold, they, when they did really need a play, they got one from Barnes. The intercept, Barnes, right? The interception. Um. It's just the Lions just feel like they're so darn scrappy. They just might pull this off. It's
0: it's, it's a team good. of destiny. Like it, it, it really feel. does feel like. It. And,
1: and and I've talked to friends who, and they keep trying to convince me that this hat this season has the feel of like. This needs to be one of those team of destiny years. This yeah. can't be a Chiefs or Niners year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Ravens are even a team of destiny. I mean, they've just been dominant, and they've obviously they've won in recent memory. But I think I feel like the Lions have to get to the Super Bowl somehow. They just have to. I mean, I yeah. know that that odds are against them. They're a seven point underdog. But Goodell has to work his magic. Like at some
0: point, somebody does. He he has, has to work order. his the magic to get to
1: keep Debo Samuel out. Yeah. I'm not rooting for it, but I'm just, you know, he doesn't play. I'm sure the Lions won't be too upset about it. Yeah. They they just the the defense though, again, like they can get some pressure, but the the cover guys, mm-hmm. the cover, they just have trouble with especially the big play receivers. They kind of I'm not saying Evans torched him. Nakua absolutely torched him. Oh my I have god, to look yeah. at Evans' final numbers, but you just he just like a... they have trouble with those. I mean, I would
0: say he torched him eight for one forty
1: seven yeah. and a touchdown. Yeah. That's... I mean again, so now, the good news is the Niners don't necessarily have that one big, deep vertical threat. More mm-hmm. so, it's, it's Kittle. Um, you know, those guys are dangerous on, like, crossing routes and, and just general speed. I feel like the Lions have speed on defense. That's mm-hmm. not the issue. It's, it's just the ability to cover and stay on these guys, and these big physical receivers yeah. have given them a lot of trouble. So, And then just for Tampa, look, I know you, you said Todd Bowles probably shouldn't be there. They're, yeah, I, I'm rethinking that now just I, I, I because like of Tudor. this game. Yeah, and I think the whole run. I mean, I think it's it's so hard to gauge when you're in a bad division. And they were only like they were nine and eight, and they won a bad division. It's yeah. like, oh well, how good can they really be? But then they beat up on Philly. Of course, everybody was beating up on Philly. And then they hung with. I thought they hung with the Lions. Like they they started losing a lot of players mm-hmm. throughout the course of that game, and eventually they lost Jamel uh, Jamel Dean. And, um, it. Yeah, I think Tampa. I think they played admirably. I think they got. I mean, if you had told anyone before the year that Baker Mayfield was going to start every game, win the division, and win a playoff game, yeah. Especially considering Brady had a losing record last year and lost his playoff game, I think Bucks fans absolutely would have taken it, and they yeah. were close, and they had a chance at the end with the ball, just didn't work out. So I think hats off to Bulls and the Bucks. Yeah, because they got hot at the end of the year, right? They were. I want to say they were like four and seven at one point. Because they because they were three and one and then they lost six and seven and then going into yesterday they had won six of seven, so they got hot when they needed to. They turned it on two and one. Yeah, they were see. they were three, three and, and one. And then,
0: yeah, yeah, they started three and one and then three and two, three and three, three and four, three and five, mm-hmm. four and five. So they were f- three and five. Yeah, so they they were four, four and seven six. at one point. I think four and six, four and se- Actually, exactly. they lost to the Colts. Yeah, and then they played a close one against Carolina, which I remember that was in the rain. That was like downpour.
1: Yeah, rain in Tampa. Yes, that was like right after Thanksgiving. So yeah, they mm-hmm. lost six to seven, but then they won six to seven before losing yesterday. So I, I, I think Tampa. Look, they were worthy of being there. I don't think they were like this, just the worst playoff team that ever got there. I Man, I think they were absolutely a solid not. Team. They had a good no. defense, a good run game. Also, though. I just, I'm just, i glad Detroit figured it out in the second half. They were not running it at all, and Goff yeah. was under 100 yards in the first half. And I was just screaming, even though I'm not – I mean, I'm, I'm, I've become a Lions fan this year, certainly. Uh, but I was like, run the damn ball. And when they started doing that, they had great results. Mm-hmm. And they wore down that Tampa defense. And yeah. as the injuries were piling up, they really just – that just crushed the Buck spirit. Well, what's really going to worry about me in, on Sunday is Dan Campbell.
0: Right, and right. Yeah, he, he I have mean, like an
1: emotional decision that's just going to backfire. Well,
0: they were up seven at one point, and they're driving down the field. This was like probably this is going to win the game, but they could have just ran the clock down. They were running the ball all over Tampa. They were destroying them on the ground, mm-hmm. and he kept throwing. He kept throwing, and and the Lions fan I was sitting next to was justifying it by saying he's trying to put the game away, He's trying to put the game away. I was like, you can put the game away by running the ball here. Yeah, you can run the clock down and they still can't stop you you're going to run and score a touchdown anyways right why are you going to risk stopping the clock why are you going to risk uh, an interception which right. i would say is much more higher risk than yeah. a fumble with jameer gibbs right there there's no reason to throw the ball and he has repeatedly done that in in situations where you don't need to he he gets overly aggressive and that's going to
1: that could be the bane of of their existence the on Buc- sunday yeah the bucks dropped an interception in the end zone early mm-hmm. in the game so goff got away with one there yeah um, I understand maybe being aggressive if you're playing a team like the Chiefs yeah, or, you know, an explosive team, maybe, maybe the 49ers. We're talking about Sunday. Um, but against the Bucs, there was no need to get cheap yeah. there. You just keep running it. Their defense is thin. They're worn out. Mm-hmm. You just need to run the clock. The Bucks offense, it's unlikely that they're going to be able to go right down. Although they did go right down the field before halftime. And again, that's yeah. always a concern that the, the Lions are capable of just giving up a a long touchdown drive mm-hmm. quickly and they just don't have those guys that can consistently make stops. But, um, yes, Dan Campbell is overly aggressive and, and most people and Dan Campbell himself would probably tell you like, this is what got us here. Yeah. So we're yeah, going back all the way to week one, that fake punt in like the second quarter against Kansas city at their own 17. Like it worked Right. And you can look at it cause they ended up getting a touchdown on that drive. Um, I I get, look, if you're going to change the Lions losing culture, I I understand that you have to do some drastic. I'm I'm fine. Again,
0: yeah, I'm fine if it's, I mean, I'm not fine, but I'm understand if it's consistent. If he keeps it consistent, sure, that's fine with me. We know what to expect, but we've seen like Todd Bowles, who is not an aggressive coach whatsoever. Right. Going for two in a situation Uh, when you, I would rather know what I need going into the final drive.
1: Right. Rather than possibly. Forced to get. Yeah. Collinsworth was defending it. I don't don't know who invented this. I've always had this system for two-point conversions. The coaches always go by the card. They don't think things through. I've had thoughts about when you're down 13 and Mm -hmm. you score late in the game, you actually might want to go for two to get within five. That way, if you don't get the onside kick, they're in plus territory, you can still give up a field goal. An eight oh, goal and you'll game. be fine. So thinking ahead, something like that, if someone did that, or even if you're down... Um, well,
0: and then uh, if you're down uh, five, you also, if you go and score a touchdown, you go for two anyways. You right. can go up three. You it, go it, up the, three in that The extra
1: case. point doesn't matter. Right, exactly. And this, so the whole, oh no, you just need to score and get down six and then score again and go at one. But no, you're trying to think ahead. But this, for being down 14, I don't understand it at all. Collinsworth was saying, well, he goes, it's not a guarantee. It's only a 95% proposition that you're going to kick two extra points. Like only a 95% proposition. Well, if I was going to Vegas and putting down a million bucks, I think I would take the 90, those 000. odds of kicking two extra points. And I agree with you. See Phil Sims. Oh, I miss Phil Sims. Anyway. Um, I never thought I'd say that he <laughs> used to say rule of thumb is you never go for two unless you absolutely have to yeah. say that all the time. I've always believed that even, you know, Mike McCarthy's good at that. He, to an extent I've seen him like be down eight points and like midway through the third and he'll kick an extra point just, and and not go for the tie, just get within one. Yeah, That way, if you give up a touchdown, you're just done it on a, you don't go for two unless you have to, if you're down 14 and you go for two, what, what are you accomplishing? Yeah. You could win it on the next drive, but you could be in a position that the bucks were in of having to then get a two point conversion just to tie the game. Wouldn't you rather kick the extra point be, you know, 31, 24, then you can decide, yeah. hey, do I want to kick it and tie the game, go to overtime, or just go for the win?
0: And I also feel like that is more of a mental mountain to climb if you're down eight trying to drive down yeah, the field I, right. versus down seven. it's like, you
1: know what? Best case for yeah.
0: you is a tie,
1: and worst mm-hmm. case for the defense is a tie.
0: And best case is a tie with the eight. Worst case, you lose the game on trying oh, to drive down, down the field. Conversion. Yeah, you're, oh, yeah, you drive down the field. You put in all that effort.
2: <clears throat> and
0: just because and then, you had
1: to go for two. Yeah, yeah I mean, one of the most frustrating – I mean, I was – the Super Bowls that I loved watching the most, but it was a painful result, was when Carolina lost to New England. And they were down 21-10 early in the fourth, and they scored, and John Fox went for two. Could have kicked the extra point. would have been 21-17. Yeah. Went for two. He missed it. 21-16. They went down, they scored again, had to go for two, Mm -hmm. missed it. It was 22-21. New England went down, got a touchdown. They went for two, got it, made it 29-22. Carolina went down, then scored a touchdown to tie the game. They kick off. uh, The kickoff goes out of bounds. And then the Patriots get in field goal range. Minutari kicks a field goal to win the game with like four seconds left. And I always thought about that because if Fox had just kicked the extra point both times, Minutari's kick at the end of regulation would have just been the tie. Yeah. Of course, that was in Houston, the place where 13 years later the Patriots would win in overtime against an NFC South team in the Super Bowl. But pointing well, and, being, and, it's and like you mar- think about the yeah. the
0: Panthers franchise; they've been to two Super Bowls, which is awesome for especially for a young franchise, young franchise like that. Guys,
1: yeah, they ran into Tom Brady and, and Peyton and Manning. Well, most and and when we get to the Chiefs, we'll talk about this. So the last 22 years, only seven quarterbacks have started for an A for an AFC team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And four of those have covered 19 of those 22 Super Bowls. Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, Mahomes. The three one offs, if you will, Rich Gannon, Joe Flacco, Delaware Blue Hens, and, uh, and uh, Joe Burrow. So, yeah. but the Ravens, and we'll, when we get into we'll talk about this. The Ravens already, or well, the Ravens have a chance, and they're already the first team this century, first AFC team this century to win a super, to win multiple Super Bowls with multiple quarterbacks. You know, the Patriots always had Brady. The Steelers always had Roethlisberger. Yeah. The Colts and Broncos had Manning. They shared, you know, Manning. Um, and the Chiefs have had Mahomes. But the Ravens, they won it with Dilfer in 2000. They won it with Flacco in 2012. Lamar Jackson is far and away the best quarterback. Oh, my had. God, yeah. So they have a chance to win it with – not that Flacco wasn't. I love Flacco. And I think he was a I little – I actually heard Flacco. a great
0: interview with him on – pardon my take this – or on Friday. He did a
1: fantastic
2: interview.
0: He was hilarious. He was like personable. He seems like he was just like another one of the guys. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about he said he still thinks he can throw it like seventy five yards in the air, which is insane. That he can do that. And I would believe him too. And then he was talking about his time with the Jets where his kids were giving him shit because they were like, Dad, you suck. (laughs) And he was like, Well, I don't suck. We're just not winning right now. And they his kids don't even remember him winning a Super Bowl in those great Ravens teams that I mean, battled Brady and in, in yeah. the playoffs, like those were battles. I think on the road, yeah. a lot of people don't even for, don't even remember that. I think those those were like battles. It wasn't like oh, I they just I remember, owned them. Yeah. Oh, you remember yeah, right? I remember? yeah, the the majority of the public right. that aren't Ravens fans, yeah, they probably remember that as oh, the the patch just kind of beat the Ravens every year, right? And they didn't, they didn't think anything else of it. But it, those were, I'll never, I'll never forget those. Those
1: were fights. Yeah, and Flacco. He has tied with Brady. I was wrong, I think, last week I said, or whenever, that he had the most road wins ever. He's tied with Brady with seven. Six different postseasons where he won a road playoff game. And he won two the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And just like that, you just don't do that by accident. There's mm-hmm. a certain level of mental toughness. Obviously, you have to have a good team around you. But And Mark Sanchez did. I mean, Mark Sanchez won what? Four road playoff games in those two years and they beat Indy sanitators.
0: they beat Indy and Indy that was uh in 20- pretty sure that was Manning's Well that was
1: 2010 because they lost yeah. to Indy in the championship game in 09 but they had beaten I want to say they won two road they beat the Bengals and the Chargers before that and then in 2010 they beat Indy and New England so you beat Man- Sanchez's Jets beat Manning's Colts and Brady's Patriots. Back but lost back, to lost Ben's. To well, that's, that's the big three. That mm-hmm. was the big three for 16 years where it was literally all, always those quarterbacks except yeah. the one time Flacco made it. So um, I hope Flacco comes back. I do. I, I Whether it's with the Browns or I actually I prefer not to be with the Browns just because I'd like to root for him, yeah. not in the division. But I hope, he, I hope he can still be out there slinging it next year.
0: Yeah. Um actually I wanted to go back to the 49ers for a second.
2: Okay.
1: There's
0: a big free agent quarterback. And I was just kind of um brainstorming this. There's a free agent quarterback this year. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. To the
1: 49ers. I think that's look, they're gonna dump Brock Purdy. They I mean, might they have to throw like six interceptions. Uh, ima- and
0: imagine, if, uh, imagine if he plays like shit, he shits the bed on Sunday. That's
1: possible. They
0: say, yeah. we have this fantastic team. We can't waste our time with this guy. Baker Mayfield is right out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kirk Cousins looks like he's going to stay, I would assume, in, in Minnesota. I mean, he was he was at their game like week 17, I want to say, shirtless, uh, yeah, ringing, ringing right. the bell that's or doing right, something. Yeah. So I have a feeling that man is getting a lifetime contract. They're, he's He's going to retire there. Yeah. But Baker, I think Baker would be, especially what we saw – with Sean McVay, what he was for, what, two games? I mean, he came in and won yeah, that game yeah, last yeah. year.
1: That's right, the Thursday nighter against the Raiders. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and Sean McVay and Shanahan are kind of the same, you know, the NFC West head coaches that are young phenoms, mm-hmm. and they're they're great game planners. They can make anybody work. Right. I think, I think Baker Mayfield could be a and, – and he's a gunslinger.
1: He's a gunslinger. You need a gunslinger. Yeah, I mean, things – just the Niners really, like, haven't had great quarterbacks. I think Garoppolo, Trey Lance didn't yeah. work out. Alex, Alex Smith, Smith was like Alex Smith. Smith, their best. Yeah, and they, and they call him the game manager or whatever. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, that would be interesting. And I'm seeing prop bets already circulating about where Josh Allen will be next year because the Bills ha- are about they have forty-seven like, mil, yeah, something like that, over the cap. Yeah. So there's a lot of big decisions there. And you wonder if, like, with the 49ers, like, John Lynch, he'll, he'll swing a big trade if he has yeah. to. And they, I they think they still a have a,
0: a good amount of cap space left. San Francisco and I like I'm like New Orleans needs John Lynch because New Orleans is always in cap
2: hell right it
0: it, that's the big storyline going into the offseason every year they're like no and I feel like this is going back to like the breeze day like the sure like early 2010s when New Orleans was still in cap hell and you're like all right well they'll figure it out eventually right you would think and they just can't get out they're always deep 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 in the negatives yeah. In the, in the cap. And I'm like, why don't you just hire a guy like John Lynch just to get you out of that and completely reset? Because somehow the Niners don't go over. I don't know how. Right. I really don't know how.
1: They're they're deferring their contracts like that. Yeah. The Dodgers, well, Joe Hey, yeah. Yeah, right. Everything's backloaded to 2048. The yeah. Niners will be paying for it then. Um. Let's see. All
0: right. Kansas City, Buffalo. The best game of the weekend. Yes. This could have been an all time classic if Tyler Bass makes that field goal, I think. Yeah. Because it could have sent to overtime and we could have had a legend, I would say, possibly legendary overtime.
1: Well, we would have. Uh, we haven't. Uh, have we seen the new overtime rules in effect since they changed them based on that previous Bills Chiefs playoff game?
0: Well, the new one.
1: That's only for the playoffs, only right? Only for the playoffs. I don't think last year. This get year one. we've had an overtime postseason game. Um, something tells me though, even if Bass had made that field goal, I think Mahomes, the way they were moving the ball, they still had plenty of time to go down and win yeah. the game. So I told you this before. I think it was a good game. I think before people start immediately assuming that this is McDermott's fault, although the fake punt—well, I don't know what the hell that was—he got out. That was out of that, as bad yeah. as yeah. Well, that was almost as bad as the Chuck Pagano. <laughs> Hunt, right, the, the one where there was like the one guy behind, I'll
0: anyone. never forget watching. Well, every time yeah, now, because I'll see like Steichen will line up in some weird formation to try and draw the you guys offside. Back to that, I see it and I'm like, Oh my god, film. no, no, yeah, no, that, that
1: fake punt, yeah.
0: Like, it's like an Interstellar. Have you ever seen Interstellar? No, but I think, there, I think. there's a uh, scene where he's looking, he's watching himself in the past do oh, something right, and he's right, banging right. on the wall, going, right, right. No, no, no. And that's exactly what I do every single time. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Please don't snap we this ball. We all need to
1: have those interstellar moments. But, um, <laughs> would be a better society. But I I agree with you. Or That was almost as bad as what was the one that Dallas did against San Francisco on the last play where, like, Elliot was, like, an ineligible
0: receiver. Oh, yeah. yeah he
1: snapped the ball. Or... Anyway. Dallas,
0: they had two in a row. They had the the DAC slide with like, oh, 13 seconds to go. right. right and then they had the uh the other one where they i
1: think the game was over i mean the game was really right, over but it was just like a what you know just bad offense yeah. but um but before i was saying before we get you know before we run off with McDermott's head and Allen i actually thought the game plan was about as effective as it could be because buffalo was severely undermanned on defense they had a lot of injuries key injuries um that had accumulated and guys that had been hurt over the last couple of weeks and then guys who got hurt during the game yesterday. Yeah. They were very undermanned. They knew that. There's no excuse for Travis Kelsey being left alone wide open in the mm-hmm. end. zone. That was a, a failure. And I think McDermott has to look at himself more so um, for the defense because I think the defense was still more at fault. The Chiefs had 7.7 yards per play yesterday. They just ran like 30-something fewer plays. Yeah. They were dominating, and the game plan of Joe Brady and the Bills was protect the ball as much as you could. Buffalo didn't turn it over. I mean, they had the fake punt, so they turned it over on downs, but there were no fumbles or interceptions, um, so they didn't do anything stupid in that regard. They ran the ball really, really well, and they, they kept running it. Yeah. But when Kansas City started to adjust, which inevitably good teams are going to do that um, – I just, I think it, it's just got to be tough for the Bills on so many levels. But for one thing, if I told you that Josh Allen would not be sacked and the Bills would not turn the ball over the entire game against Mahomes and the Chiefs, you just said, boy, I, I'll take my chances. Yeah. And they still couldn't get it done. And honestly, for everybody that's talking about Tyler Bass, if McCall Hartman doesn't fumble at the half yard line, if either one of those two Buffalo fumbles get recovered by the Chiefs, now I know the Chiefs also fumbled, recovered one of their own. The, B- the Bills got some lucky bounces in that game. Absolutely. I also got bailed out from that fake punt. I thought my point I was trying to make initially was the Bills made this game a lot more competitive than it should have been. They were, so I don't know exactly how much we can say is coaching, how much of it was just Josh Allen putting the team on his back. And, but that Buffalo receiving core, I, I don't want to be rip on Stefan Diggs too bad, but you look at his numbers in Bills elimination games, they have not been good. And he, yeah. Let that one clank off his hands. Like you have to make. If you're gonna be a big time player, they always say big players make big plays in big yeah. games. And Diggs has not done that. And when you think about the last time the Bills went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs in the playoffs, they're getting closer, by the way. They lost by 14, 6, and now only three. Gabe um, Davis had four touchdowns. Gabe Davis was out yesterday. Yeah. So they're thin at receiver, they're very thin at linebacker in the secondary. The two guys that did play that were last-minute decisions were clearly not 100 percent Basul Douglas and Taron Johnson. So, um, I, I just, I just felt like there was no way Mahomes wasn't going to win that first road playoff game. I mean, just so much talk, like everything, it was just like Brady. Every time there was a number that, or something that no one had done before that he hadn't done, it was like a personal mission to put that yeah. to bed. And yeah, I'm sick of the Taylor Swift and the Jason Kelsey thing, or whatever. We talked about it and I hope to God the Ravens can, can put them away. But, the Chiefs are here for a reason. They have a really good defense. They run the plan. Pacheco, he didn't play in that first meeting. Yeah. He gives them a different element. He really yeah. does.
0: Well, I mean, when they were trying to close out the game at the end,
1: they yeah. it was, they, I think, yeah,
0: it was like end. immediate. Right. And and I was like oh, well, some Chiefs fans were like cheering because I was at a Chiefs bar. Right. And I was like, Well, calm down. You guys got that a little too quick. It was like you I, I mean it's important to pick up the first down because it was two first downs that right. I think they needed to close it out. And Pacheco gets the nine yards. And I was like, you almost kind of don't want
1: that because he did it so quick. I think they needed what you're talking about after the field goal. I think they only needed one at that point. But here's the thing. If you're a defense and not that I'm qualified to coach defenses, but my feeling is, well, if you're the Chiefs, you want to give Pacheco ahead of steam. So I expect to see more tosses and mm-hmm. plays where you can stretch him out a little. And then if you're the defense, you have to find a way to shoot those gaps even yeah. quicker if you can. Um, Here's the thing with the with the upcoming. So we talked about the bills being decimated by injuries, right? And that's a big part of the playoffs. Like you have to be healthy because you don't have that. It's not like baseball where you can just you know make trades or you know it, it's not so much a one star, two star. Like there's no skill position. Well,
0: also, be I I think that's because of the playbook. I think the playbook is a massive. It, thing with that because these guys study the playbook all offseason right they work on the playbook and work on on understanding the playbook all like all through the preseason and you're still you can still see the guys working on it through the first few weeks of the regular season like if, if you go and trade for a guy a lot of times he's kind of limited and and what he can do right you almost want him you almost want him to be like a travis kelsey who just Hey, go find the open space. Right, right. Go. You don't have or any Gronk, routes. Who never
1: watched film? Of that yeah, <laughs> Grant oh, didn't to the care. He, he
0: was yeah. just a monster.
1: To you
0: couldn't yeah, guard him yeah. even if you knew where he was. Going. Yeah, yeah. Just,
1: um, I agree. Right, and so there's that that whole chemistry where it's like baseball. Yeah, maybe your pitcher, you got to work with the catcher a little, bit. for mm-hmm. most part, your hitter just go in. You're facing the same guys you face. Yeah. So it's not it's not the same. And and fortunately for the Ravens, they there's a good chance they'll get Mark Andrews back. Maybe Marlon Humphrey and the Chiefs. I got to say this. We could talk a lot about Chiefs players and Chiefs coaches, the Chiefs training staff. First of all, getting Mahomes to be able to play three playoff games last year yeah. with a with a high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. which knocked Tom Brady out of his first championship game because Bledsoe had to come in back in 01. Yeah, um, it's a you know the fact that they have been very fortunate with players missing, uh, you know, significant players missing any significant amount of time. Kelsey has been on the field almost his whole career. Yeah. Chris Jones hasn't had any major injuries. The, you know, I said Pacheco was out a couple games. Um, he was out for that first Buffalo meeting, which was big. They they only have a couple guys on IR, a couple notable guys. I mean, Jarek McKinnon, um, Cook, I think one of their safeties. But Willie Gay got hurt. He's expected to play. Um, McDuffie tweaked an ankle, Joe Tooney. But they're very they're healthy. The yeah. Bills were not. And that's that's another thing that the Chiefs – they I don't know what it is, I don't know why some teams oh the bills always seem to have injuries, mm-hmm. Miami always seems to have injuries so you can't say it's miami's chi-
0: Miami's chicken shit,
1: yeah well they're, <laughs> they they're are like they candy are ass, right?
0: yeah, they're candy ass chicken shit whatever <laughs>
1: and and I always wonder is it just is it technique? Is it just players who you know like i I'll tell you just watching Lamar Jackson, I hold my breath every time he, he's dude, actually, he's actually violent runner, like he's so fast and explosive you he like, he's the
0: one guy where... because i i didn't I understood why the running quarterback hasn't worked worked I guess because I don't think offensive play callers know how to properly use them and I don't think they give them enough time as well to to develop and kind of settle into the system because they're gonna suck for a while it seems like Lamar is a different style of runner where he is so elusive I'm actually confident that he won't get hurt
1: well and he's very aware yeah where and I think when he got hurt Last year, I think it was on a sack. It was on just a traditional pass. I can't remember with his knee. And I know we had his diarrhea issue too a few years ago. Right in Cleveland, <laughs> he had to yeah, leave yeah. the game. Probably that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but I, I think, yeah, when I think also play callers are hesitant to run their quarterback too much because yeah. they just don't want him taking too many hits. But you're right, Lamar is unique in that way. Look, Mahomes had a couple of massive runs. First of all, I and it and it's easy for me to say because when you're in that moment, you don't know how you're going to react. But why are guys going for the throw fake when they're five yards past the line of I scrimmage? Know. You go like this, and the guy's jumping. Like just go to hit him at that point. You're not going to well, block the throw.
0: N- now the only the only reason they'll fall for it is the Allen lateral early in the game. Don't Remember get that.
1: those fans started on laterals. Maybe the gods <laughs> were just being nice because of the Music City Miracle, <laughs> right? And um, you know, and and sadly, we just lost Frank Wycheck a short yeah. while ago, who was uh, who threw that lateral. But um, yeah, I mean, I understand. And the Chiefs did it to the Bills, but it didn't count. I actually thought with all the crazy bounces that were going the Bills way yesterday, like that was finally the day that karma should... Because that first meeting, when that happened and the Bills got away with that, I was like, maybe this is the break that gets Buffalo going. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. this is the moment where all those past demons go out and they went on this winning streak. And then yesterday you have these fumbles bouncing their way. Mm and you know you had the the allen lateral and you had the mccall hardman fumble at the half yard. like it was like it just felt like buffalo was living a charm life and they weren't supposed yeah. to win and then they just the gods just couldn't let it be they had to bring wide right uh gymnasts with the call so it was a great game and and i again i think my takeaway is you actually have to give buffalo credit for keeping it as close as they did because they were they were outmanned they were. yeah um the fake punt was uh, and i get it It was demar hamlin it would have been a nice, oh, nice to play oh my god i i
0: actually when i saw i was hamlin i started pointing and telling everyone
1: that was hamlin yeah, that yeah, was hamlin! Yeah, why <laughs> him like why not i guess it's cuz it's not as obvious if you put you know uh, cook back they're there, trying they're know?
0: trying to, maybe they're trying to get him the comeback player of the year yeah, so like he he's played in like five snaps all year they're yeah, so, like man. we need to get him i mean if if he wins comeback player of the year it, i think it's a travesty because baker mayfield or flacco. should be or flacco yeah but baker played the whole season i think baker yeah. could be the could be the one that takes over flacco but it has to be baker to me which what well, we can talk about that after the super bowl yeah but hamlin the 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 hand i mean the only <laughs> the legacy that he left is the ham ambulance you know what the ambulance is i don't it's the ambulance in the bill stadium that is decorated with Damar Hamlin, all and, over it.
1: One, well, it just occurred to me that Travis Kelsey did. Th- <laughs> he did, did this to Taylor. To, to Taylor. Taylor, but and I didn't think of it at the time. But that was like somebody on the Bengals. I think it was last year that they said that he was mocking it, or or somebody did it, and they, or on social media or something, and and someone was upset because they thought they were kind of. Poking fun at Demar Hamlin or something, and obviously Kelsey wasn't in no way. No, no way right but I it think it was just interesting because I remember somebody did it last, or there's something to do with that. I don't remember what it was. I think it was the Bengals. Yeah, uh, or maybe it was no, maybe it was the Steelers. That's what it was. A guy made a play and he did, or he did a cardiac arrest. I don't remember what. There, so there, there is something a Mad, like
0: there is a Madden celebration too. If you're playing Madden and you score a touchdown, sometimes they'll do the they'll do like a the CPR revival. Oh, I, see, I see. And and. and they did it like somebody caught it. Like it was like the night that happened. They were playing Madden and they did the celebration and they caught it on video. They were like really Madden I was yeah, like yeah. You don't blame the AI. Yeah. You don't blame the CPU. No, it was a
1: celebration. I think the Steelers yeah. actually did, but they had to Anyway. Um Yeah. Too bad it didn't work out for the Bills. I it just it's a it's a unique I, I had um also was texting somebody I know is Bills fan and um they just said it's a unique experience being a Bills. It's a unique level of Disappointment because they're close. Like the Lions Well, I mean, wide right. Like the, that's the second well, wide four Super Bowls, the the game against the Chiefs a few years ago. That's the second wide right in their franchise history. Well, and, and I just referenced the Music City Miracle. Yeah. You know, it's it why is it always the Bills? Mm-hmm. And 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 they're that close. Like the Lions haven't been that close. So their disappointment is just like we don't even expect to be here. But the Bills yeah. are getting these opportunities. They go to four straight Super Bowls. It's just the city and the city needs it so bad. Like that place would just kill to have. And their their hockey team it. is like horrible. Oh Brent Hall right was in the crease in ninety nine. I mean that was the Sabres one chance. So uh oh, poor Buffalo. That's all I gotta say. But again, but also I don't know, they were throwing snowballs and stuff after the game. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. Somebody said they cut off the hot water. Yeah right that's now. what I heard as well. <laughs> yeah, come on.
0: But, that, well I think they're trying to heat up Sean McDermott's seat.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it could be that I uh mean all the heat in the Bills yeah
0: locker room I think I think I, I think he's got to be gone. I mean, it's it's not even because of his. It, it's hard for me to say that he should be gone because of like, oh, he he made a stupid decision, right? But I think it's more. It's just this thing has been continuously going. They've been trying and they fail right. every year. There there has to be a time where you say, enough is enough. We need to we need to do basically a soft reset. Now you said Allen could be gone. I don't know if they'll that's get rid of them.
1: Hard reset if you do that. Yeah, but, that's a hard reset. Um, I feel
0: like you keep some key guys. You probably get rid of Diggs. I'd say you kind of invest in Shakir to be your number two guy, and you go out and draft another uh, a number one because Shakir. I mean, besides he went out with an injury, but he came right back. He was having a great game. This oh, that that throw to him in
1: the corner of the end zone was a mm-hmm. dime. I thought Allen played great. I I he think played, I think he played almost perfect. Except for the final drive. They needed a play to be made. He didn't make right. The throw. And again, like you're talking about the bass kick, Diggs was open on a crossing route underneath. He also underthrew the guy in the end zone. I don't remember if that was the same play where he was. That was was the same play. play. Romo,
0: Romo, I can already already hear it in my head.
1: Uh, Well, you know, Allen was hit. hit. He was hit. hit. Well, that was was short. Yeah. And and, like Diggs just didn't. Diggs fumbled on the first play of the game. Yeah. Let's not forget that. And Buffalo was in a second and 17 because. I think it was Kincaid knocked the ball out of bounds. They threw the flag for that. Yeah, 13. Think, it was second and 13. No, well, that's what the telecast had originally, and then they got it. Oh, did they? It was, it was like a three-yard play, and then it's 10 yards from the spot. Okay. The point being is that I mean, Buffalo didn't make any... I'm um, uh, Buffalo, I think, had one stop the whole game. Forced one punt, yeah. right? And that was on the last drive before they went down and missed the field goal, I think. I'm mean, not yes. including the play before the half where they had, like, one play. Um, But... My feeling is that, you know, it, you're right I, about Sean McDermott. It, the, the only re- the, the only reason you would fire him is I think is if you could get a Bill Belichick or a Jim Harbaugh.
0: I think I think that's the guy they need. I, so I've they said need like that. I think he needs to stay in the AFC East, and everyone, nobody will agree with me on this. I think he needs to go to Miami more than anything. They Actually, need well, yeah, they need, they're the, grit. Gonna, they, they, they they're need the grit. They are not going to fire they're not going to fire McDaniel, But I remember when you said I think maybe we talked about this earlier. But, I mean, Belichick in Miami is—he's he, the guy that's gonna turn the AC down to to thirty, and in the dome, and say, "All right, now you play. Let's fucking do it." Like, yeah,
1: we're—I'm uh, gonna play standard. shirtless. Or you know, the, the the seventy-two Dolphins used to talk about in the old days. Man, in practice, they wouldn't give him any water. They they would be practicing yeah. in the summer. Miami. And you know, Belichick
0: is studying everything from that 72. Oh, year. yeah, of course. Constantly.
1: Of course. Remember, I can still picture Belichick going like this with his rings when the Super Bowl was in Miami with the Kansas City-San Francisco game, and they were booing the hell out of him. <laughs> Yes, he would fit there. He would fit in Buffalo. He could be HCBUF, right? He was HCNYJ for a day or something with that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, just – but for Buffalo, man, I you're right. It's like, what can you do to get out of this rut? I don't know, but – this is they. They need they need more depth on defense. They ju- I think they need to keep investing in defense, but they need receivers too. But you just say, how do they keep losing so many bodies? Is it just the cold I weather? I don't know what it is. But
0: all right, well the great divisional games. Good good commentary. Let's talk conference championship, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, Chiefs Ravens at three o'clock. Uh, Baltimore opens at three and a half point favorites right now. Mm. I know they're at home, but. I mean it's the Chiefs. I know. It's I it's know. and Vegas doesn't account for stuff like that, but I almost feel like they should. Like I feel like you kind of have to like the Brady effect is always something. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter where he's who he's playing against like I would have if they beat Dallas last year in the wild card with Brady, I wouldn't have been shocked whatsoever. I would have been like, "Well, it's Tom Brady." Like yeah. what are we talking about here? Right. Um I yeah. I I'll, I'll let I'll let you talk more about this one.
1: Well, I think, and I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. Who, who, you know, we know our our betting stuff. We've seen a lot of this over the years, but um, I think the the way the line was trending was telling you to take Chiefs. I mean, you had you hadn't had a road team win yet. It's pretty rare that all four home teams are going to win mm-hmm. too. Um, and you just had this feeling, like again, you're right. The Mahomes factor, the Brady factor. Uh, it's t- I mean, three and a half is always such a dangerous line that. To lay those points, right? You always yeah. want to just buy it to three or two and a half. The Ravens. See, I, I'm trying to think if are they so like the, I was saying. The theme of this weekend is kind of like the the contender against the or, or the um not David versus Goliath. What are we saying like boxing? Like the you know the, the like the undercard the 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 sort of the new mean like fighter against the heavy like Rocky versus Russia. Apollo. But yeah, kind of like that. Like the challenger and the contender. I think is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. And. The Ravens are not your traditional challenger, if you will, because the franchise is, is used to this. But these, this team is not. And the Chiefs have been here six years in a row. And it's just – you just feel like they – like what's dangerous with the Chiefs is you know there's no way in hell, unless Mahomes gets hurt, that they're getting blown out. Yeah. Like the, if the Ravens are going to win, it has to be probably a one-score game. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the Chiefs – I think they lost one game in the last two years – by more than one score. That was when Mahomes was under the weather in Denver, and they lost twenty-four to nine. Regular season. I mistakenly forgotten yeah. that a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, regular season and playoffs. Well, his no. Well, I mean, since twenty twenty-one, okay. they had a blowout loss to the Titans, and Mahomes got yeah, like mildly concussed in that game. I know they had the Super Bowl loss in twenty twenty. That was what thirty-one to nine. But all um, the five other Chiefs losses this year have all been by eight points or less. And their three losses last year were all one-score losses. So, like, if you're the Ravens, you, you have to be mentally ready for that. And you have yeah. to think of those situations. And they were able to win a game against the Chiefs. Well, that was two years ago. But they pulled that rabbit out of their hat. I, but if I'm a, if I'm betting on this game, I'm probably buying a point or two on the Chiefs and thinking that that's, it's just the safest bet. And, hey, you're happy if the Chiefs end up losing. Yeah. You're all happy if the Chiefs end up losing unless you're from Kansas City. And I just um, – it's going to be a close game. It just is. Like, I think because the Ravens had a blowout last week, it almost has to be. Yeah. And then there's that theory I was saying for the Niners where it's like they won a game they shouldn't have. They're probably going to play a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I did predict Detroit, San Francisco before the year, three seed versus one seed. But then I said Jets, Chiefs, so I lost them. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously Rodgers getting hurt didn't help. But um, so I'd like to think. And, and in the game, I, I even did a score. I said the Niners were going to win on an overtime touchdown. Overtime touchdown. Overtime touchdown. We may get to see that overtime play out. We'll see. Um, But yeah, Chiefs Ravens. If Mark Andrews comes back. um, Are you afraid Lamar will
0: rely a little bit too much on him?
1: Yeah. That's
0: been their issue in the past. When when he's in there. Because he's such a great talent. But it's like, okay, you need
1: to realize you have Zay Flowers out there. Well, I I also worry about the Ravens offensive line. Because... They had a couple sacks before halftime. Lamar was under a lot of pressure in the first half. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And the Chiefs have a good pass rush, which which was neutralized yesterday because Buffalo ran it well. Yeah. If the Ravens can run it well, obviously that takes the effectiveness away of guys like Chris Jones. But if they're not, and if the Ravens get behind and they have to start throwing, can – the line hold up against the chiefs defense, That's going to pin its ears. Back. And you know, Spagnuolo yeah. loves to send. Oh my crazy God. Yeah. Pressure. I mean, this yeah. is, this will be a matchup of two defenses that are just going to throw the kitchen sink at the opposing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, it's going to come down to again, limiting mistakes. I mean, it, it stinks for Buffalo that they won the turnover battle yesterday and lost the game. Usually that's, that's the formula you need to beat the chiefs. But my hunch is if the, my hunch is in this game, Mm-hmm. The, the winner of the turnover battle is the winner of the game. And it's going to be close. I uh, I don't want to pick it because it's just, I'm too nervous. Uh, <laughs> I just, my prediction is that it's close. And if you're betting, I think the best advice would be to buy a few points for the Chiefs yeah. and play that.
0: Um, I'm just looking at the Chiefs history this year. Um, yeah, the Buffalo game was the most points they've given up to an AFC team all year. 24. Uh, they gave up 27 to Green Bay, which they lost in the regular season. But besides that, they have not given up anymore. So I feel like their defense is going to rebound. Because, the Chiefs? Yeah, the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah,
1: well, the, the, um, the Chiefs were the only team in the NFL not to give up more than 27 in the game this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Buffalo only gave up 30 once, and they were the other team, I think, that only gave up 30 at least once. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about 19 games with the Chiefs yeah. of not giving up more than 27 points. So if you're the Ravens' defense... You got to figure you've got to hold the Chiefs to yeah. low twenties or teens to win this game. I mean, not to say that the Ravens couldn't be that first team, mm-hmm. but again, that and that was such a staple of New England. We talked about Kansas City being so similar to New England, like Belichick's defense. There they would be years where they were like 2011, they were like 31st against the pass or something, but they just don't give up points. Yeah, they they figure out ways to make the offense make a mistake, and that's what I worry about. Mm-hmm. After
0: that uh, Packers game with the 27, they gave up 20, 17, uh, 20, 17, <laughs> and 12, which, I mean, that was against the Chargers. So
1: Yeah, the offenses they played yeah. weren't great. I mean, Buffalo, they they gave up the 20 against, and the Raiders, they gave up the 20. Mm-hmm. But, right, the Packers was the highest-scoring output against them this year
0: i feel i feel like they're due for a rebound they uh the defenses
1: well yeah yeah and i mean look because
0: they they also i mean
1: sacks and they had no turnovers mm -hmm. and they got torched on the ground and i feel
0: like that even the score wasn't reflective of how offensive of a game it was there was three punts all game right all game and because they were running the ball so much you know the, the game was just moving it was going quick i remember sitting there i was like the first quarter felt like it lasted five minutes. Yeah. Like it was just constantly going. And I remember sitting there at halftime. I was like, if I told you that the Chiefs and Bills were in a game where there was one punt in the first half, you would think the score was like 28-28, you know, heading right. into halftime. Right, right, right. And it was like, I don't know, 17-10, 17-14, 17-13. Yeah. 17-13. I mean, it it wasn't.
1: They, they found a way. Well, that, it seemed like they found a way. Well, What's interesting is in a game where the Chiefs almost averaged eight yards of play mm-hmm. and only had that one turnover, but also had that was off the fake punt that they shouldn't have gotten, and they were moving the ball up and down the field. Like in the past, I feel like that's a guaranteed 40-burger yeah. for the Chiefs. But this year, it's only 27. Mm-hmm. And against Miami, they were kind of doing the same thing, moving the ball up and down the field. They ended up with 26. Not to say that they, you know, couldn't, have scored more maybe and Miami's offense was a part of that because she's not doing moving the ball really. Um, but my feeling is the opportunities to, to limit the chiefs points is, is are there mm-hmm. and the Ravens are good at forcing turnovers. Like they, they had a couple of drives with Houston where Houston got close to field goal range. Ravens bent, but they didn't break yeah. and they've been good at that. And that's why the Ravens are the top scoring defense in the league this year. But um, to me, like, yeah, it's gonna be whether the Ravens can just can just capitalize and score enough points.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go
1: Ravens 30 24. I mean I was thinking that would probably be how the game would play out one way or the other. I mean, I
0: uh I feel like it's gonna be know. kind of a late score from the Ravens and you're gonna have like a Mahomes, but it's gonna be a failed comeback. I feel like it's finally time ta- like because I always say If you're not in the AFC title game for the Chiefs, it's a waste of Patrick Mahomes. Like, you're wasting a year of his, especially his prime.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And this, you can't consider this a waste anymore. I think they're going to go down fighting, especially because they won the Super Bowl. And historically, they don't win two Super Bowls in a row.
1: Well, teams... No, no in the past, bad. at least. Brady. We yeah. Brady's out of the league now. My theory was like, oh, the first year he's out of the league, now Mahomes, <laughs> Now that Mahomes is the new Brady, now he can do it. Because Brady prevented it twice. Prevented Russell Wilson from going back to back. They prevented Mahomes from going back to back. And now it's up to Lamar yeah. or maybe Brock Purdy or Jared Goff to prevent him from going back to back. But yeah, it's there's again, I stick to my gut. There's no way this game isn't a one-score game yeah. either way. I mean... Not could the Ravens get blown out? Probably not, but maybe. Um they don't get blown out though. That's no. the thing. like the the Ravens three losses, well the three that Lamar played. Um they, you know, they had the Colts, but they just That was a wacky game. weird weather game. Yeah, too. yeah like there that was, was a safety, but then they yeah. gave up the and Gay hit 450 plus yarders. Yeah. That. Oh, he, he, was, hit, he was he was the MVP the of that. Yeah, he won them that game. And then the Steeler game, they had a 10-3 lead and there was some weird there was a there was a play where the Ravens Weren't supposed to snap it, but Linderbaum snapped it because he thought the guy was in the neutral zone. They turned it over. Um, And then the game against Cleveland, they had a 24-9 lead, but Lamar threw a pick six, Mm -hmm. um, and they let that one slip. Like, the Ravens also don't lose by a lot. So, I mean, again, that's why I said the the safest bet here is to just buy up some points with the Chiefs. I just cannot imagine a scenario where it's not, a one score game. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I mean, it could, right? The crazy things, or maybe there's a late field goal to put it away or something. You know, it's a 10 point game, but, you know, people, because people always say, you know, oh, this is going to be two great teams, always going to make a great game. Doesn't always work that way. Sometimes yeah. they just don't match. Why super, right. So that's why some Super Bowls have ended 55 to 10, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but this one, like, again, it's just the way the style of these teams, the, the mental toughness and the experience. Mm hmm. Um, I mean Harball Harbaugh too. Like he's he's been Andy there. Reed, yes. Well, people, Raven Ravens fans probably couldn't tell you where where was John Harbaugh's previous job. He was Andy Reid's special teams coach. Oh, really? The Eagles. Yeah. He may have. I don't know if he got moved up to an offensive or defensive system. But for many years, he was the Eagles' special teams coach. Huh. So he worked with Andy Reid. Harbaugh's been the Ravens' head coach. This is year sixteen. So for all the experience that maybe a lot of the players lack coach has it yeah and um now lamar has a playoff win but now you got to go win back to back he's never done that never won multiple games in a postseason so yeah um yeah you know it's good it's gonna be a great game i mean i w- i hope it's 34 nothing ravens and i can just breathe easy from the start but i'm not stupid enough the, to v- it. yeah it's it's like, barring a Mahomes injury or something unless yeah. blaine gabbert's in there uh, i don't think that's gonna happen
2: yeah all, all right, right.
0: Lions, 49ers, mm-hmm. 630 on Sunday. Um, weirdly, I think the Lions are seven-point dogs here, which is a lot to me. It, I don't care how good they think San Francisco is. The Lions are a good football team. I don't they understand are. how they're seven points right now. Um, I, w- I would take Lions plus seven in a heartbeat if, if I'm a betting man, which I am.
1: <laughs> I said before the season, I predicted it's going to be an overtime touchdown. So in that case, the Lions would still cover. Um, yeah, I, I think, again, the Lions, it just has one of those fields where it's like, even if they don't win, they have come too damn far. Yeah. And they have played too damn hard. I'm just, i have just, now I'm just sound like Dan Campbell. It's too <laughs> damn hard. You know, they are too gritty. This means too much to their city. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Certainly doesn't. Forty 49ers, absolutely on paper. Pound for pound, are the better team. Mm -hmm. Better team doesn't always win. Yeah. Um, Again, I said this before. They they just their defense has to find ways to generate pressure and generate some turnovers. It it just never feels like they get enough turn. Like they they're not like a turnover producing machine. Yeah. I think the Lions were even. I think they had an even turnover differential for the season, whereas the Ravens were tied with of all teams, the New York Giants. I think it was plus twelve or plus eleven. You know, in, in turnover margin, which is always going to help you win games, the Lions were kind of even. I think they were dead even. And so my concern is, yeah. can they... And the 49ers, I assume, were towards the top. They were probably one of the top turnover teams.
0: 49ers. Uh, let me see. Where are they? They're... I really can't find them. Oh, here they are. They were plus 10. Um, They... Had twenty eight total, which is actually with the likes of the Chicago Bears.
1: Believe it or not, twenty eight takeaways. Yeah, I know the Bears. Well, the Bears were also like the second.
0: New like Orleans was. Team New Orleans was twenty nine. They had twenty nine takeovers.
1: They were fourth in the league. The Giants had thirty one. Yeah, the Giants because two. Didn't the Giants? I was telling my friend, is a Giants fan. This, I think they they had like the mo- like they had they won they had the most the the best turnover differential but they also gave up like by far the most sacks ever so it's like all those turnovers were not doing much because then they were just losing yardage yeah um but yeah the lions they they have to like we say you know the turnover battle usually wins they really have to win that yeah. turnover battle mm-hmm. to win this game now jared goff has he knows the niners he's played a bunch of games against them from his time with the rams so he knows what to expect from this defense i love him on Russ st brown i don't know if i've ever seen a player more aware of where he is on the field, or at least the yeah. receiver, than St. Brown. Well, I think
0: also about the city uh, and he, how aware he is of just how much the city Well, and
1: that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's why his hair is blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, well, I'm wearing blue, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I do think the Lions have a balanced offensive attack. Mm-hmm. I do. And the, the Zachert signing is interesting. I mean, who knows if he's going to actually get elevated to the roster. Yeah um well they're saying that he's at least expected to that's what they they're expecting to elevate him that would be amazing yeah um because you know it was only six years ago that he scored the winning touchdown for philadelphia yeah. in the super bowl philly special um yes not that play but that same yeah. super bowl yeah
0: but he was was he did he know no, that
1: trey burton that's who it was. To Nick well Adams. actually
0: he ended up playing for the colts too
1: trey burton trey burton yeah two or last year actually and of course Foles because of frank Reich. yeah and Foles played for the colts yeah um but the Debo Samuel injury is—it's big, we've been mm-hmm. saying it a lot. I think you know his his presence makes them a different dynamic of offense. But like I said, you know the Lions have struggled a lot with these big play receivers. The Niners don't have that one big deep vertical threat, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of how they match up and how the Niners sort of use their weapons against that um, Detroit defense. But hey, you got to be able to stop Christian McCaffrey. It's Easier yeah. said than done, because that—that's another guy. When he gets ahead of steam, my God, he's like a like a he's like a, a bowling ball meets a roadrunner or Something—it's <laughs> incredible. Like the guy's legs. I just love that Ed McCaffrey played for Mike Shanahan, and now Christian McCaffrey plays for Kyle Shanahan. I I, I just think you're going to get two great championship games last year. You you would have, but Purdy got hurt, and it just turned into an, an Eagles route. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a great AFC championship game.
0: game. We did. We I, did. Was, I was pulling hard for Cincinnati. Oh, I think last
1: everybody year. was. Yeah.
0: And we we interviewed a Cincinnati player, too. Yeah, so I was, like, Gaither, right? I was like, oh my God, like we have to have this guy make another Super Bowl. I made a shirt up with him on yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm at my buddy's house who's a diehard Chiefs fan. Everyone around me is like screaming at me because I'm, I'm the only Bengals fan.
1: They're like, you're not even a Bengals fan. I'm like, this is good for business. Yeah. It's great for business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Chiefs, I, like, most of their championship games have been actually pretty good, right? Yeah. Like the one before was the one where they had the eighteen point lead on Cincinnati. Yeah. Had the one against New England. The Tennessee game was okay and then the Buffalo game was kind of a runaway. But yeah. the the um here's the the numbers always, you know, it's all about trends and cycles and sports. Yeah. So home teams in the championship games, the last ten years are sixteen and four. Uh we did have one year in there where both road teams won, which was twenty eighteen, was the Rams. One oh Rams Patriots Patriots um, in 2012 it happened the Ravens and the Niners mm-hmm. enough, when they met in the Super Bowl prior to that 97 I think it happened once prior to that I want to say maybe 92 so it's very rare that both road teams win yeah. we had about a 9 year stretch a 10 year stretch between 97 and no 9 year stretch in 05 I was looking this up earlier at least one road team won each of those my feeling is we may well get one road team but which road team is going to be, are we going to be stuck with, Oh my God, we got to watch the chiefs and the 49ers again, or are we going to get that dream Ravens Lions? Oh my God. Well, we may look, we may get chiefs Lions, crazy, or we may get the Ravens and the Niners. There's four possible matchups. The Vegas has Ravens, obviously Ravens Niners is the favorite because they're, they're the two favorites. My hunch is I, I do feel like we're going to get one road team and I just pray it's, I pray it's not the Chiefs.
0: I, I hope it's Detroit, too. No, I'm, it's Detroit. I'm actually looking at how they stopped the run. They really didn't. I mean, no, Detroit Tampa Bay. Second,
1: oh, you're talking about, but in the regular season. The Detroit regular season, their, they were great, but they didn't. Run defense.
0: They they were giving up 5.9 yards to carry. They were getting hurt. Except Tampa Bay just didn't run the ball at all. Right. They ran it 15 times. right? Yeah, and that. Baker had two of them for 15 yards. Like, yeah, I don't understand. I, I still don't understand Todd Bolton. But <laughs> just, just looking at that, looking at Rashad White, like he's such a monster. He's a good I, yeah. But I think, I mean, Detroit can just – if they do what they do normally, I I feel like they, they can very reasonably win Buffalo this game. In them
1: where you just feel like, oh, just don't yeah. do anything too stupid here, you know, mm-hmm. just- just stay within yourself. Don't get don't too emotional.
0: don't call a flea flicker in the in the fourth quarter when you're right. up like three and right, in, right. in San Francisco territory. Don't call the flea flicker
1: in the driving rain. Presumably, yeah. Right? I
0: mean, good lord, yeah. It, you, I can just see something like that happening to Detroit too, and I would feel
1: so bad. Oh yeah, you just want. You want if they're gonna lose, you want them to fight hard, and you don't want there to be any controversy. You don't want like when in the playoffs when they lost to Dallas a few yeah. years back with the non-Pi call or whatever. Well, even or this or this something.
0: year's past Dallas game with
2: with yeah, the yeah. non-reporting, yeah, saying, yeah, reporting, season, but yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, like you don't want – or just a wide right or, mm-hmm. you know, a, fum, a Romo fumbled snap. You know, you just – if they're going to lose, you want it to be just a good football game.
0: I'm going to – I'm checking on Frank Rag now right now because he got yes. rolled up on and, like three and, and, and times. And Jonah
1: Jackson was out for the rest of the game yesterday. So, you you know, again, we've said this many times just tonight alone. Injuries, 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 like just – it's hard to get to to really be able to have that kind of depth to sustain yeah. it in in th- at in this level at this level in the playoffs yeah.
0: here's something ironic i i the first article i clicked on was from the detroit free press and you have to have a subscription of course to read the detroit free press right you you would think oh, right yeah, yeah. i mean it's the free press um i don't know if they have any sort of detroit news subscription Let's check Fox. I don't know if this is going to tell me what I want. Yeah, sprained knee and sprained ankle
1: Oof. during the game. You know, Detroit is such a tough, hard nosed city. And it's, so, you just feel like I'm not saying that other teams like would like, I'm not insinuating that someone on the Dolphins is less likely to play than someone on Detroit. But yeah. like, you just have to, and, but there, there is something to be said about when a city feels so connected to its team. Like this is always my big problem with the Dodgers for example like as if we're not going to hate them enough for what they've done like the fans in LA I mean there are of course there's plenty of Dodger fans but you just don't feel like and it's and, it's that LA it, mentality it's that west coast right. mentality well, that or but even Miami you know just that yeah the weather it's all transplants like when a city and people just the the negative people will say well it's because there's nothing to do in Boston or it's cold there's nothing to do in Detroit <laughs> so they have to care more but it's like it doesn't matter what the reason is. They do care. They have a connection to the city and the fans. And, and Detroit is absolutely one of those cities mm-hmm. where those fans are so passionate and they're so knowledgeable and they're so invested in it. And, yes, the Niners have great history. And I'm sure they have a, a, a legion of fans, of course. Yeah. Like, But San Francisco has been here so many times. And they've yeah. won five Super Bowls. And the Chiefs have been to six straight AFC Championship games. Obviously, the Ravens have won a couple, too. But Detroit, oh my God, you know, they're just happy to be here. Yeah. Chiefs have been there six years in a row and the Arrowhead Invitational is taking a show on the road this year, these entitled Chiefs fans, and you have the Lions fans who are just, hey, whatever happens, they yeah, they were the happy to, to just go to the wild card. They were happy to win a play Yeah, win yeah. a playoff game. They were yeah. happy just to get there. To win a division. Yep. I mean, have some perspective of course fast forward three years when the Lions have been three straight years and the Lions fans are like, This is our birthright, we do this every year. Hopefully that doesn't happen
0: well i i'm i was afraid of that because
1: when i said that earlier homes, was, yeah yeah
0: like the i bet in like four years if this trend continues people are gonna be like oh i'm so sick of the lions i'm like what are you talking about yeah
1: I know. I, we haven't seen the lions I, this good well it's like the the yankees are a great example of it and like their fans are so like disgusted that they only had an 82 and 80 season this year. They haven't had a losing season since '92. Like, your whole perspective changes. They're
0: they're like calling for Cashman's head. They're calling for Boone's head because they haven't won a World Series in ten years. Yeah, it's like fifteen. It's counting. Fifteen, ten. Well, everyone is.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I get your point. They, but they've had a winning season. They've been to the five AL Championship Series. Like it's, I mean, it's amazing how wrapped up in recency bias people get. And I get it. Like there's a part of me that should say, well, do, should we really hate the Chiefs because they went fifty years without winning? But like. It's. I think it's that whole just the fan mentality. Yeah. I like think if the fans like weren't such a big part of sports somehow, we we would make our own opinions. We wouldn't watch, you know, like the Stephen a. I like Stephen A. Smith actually, but like the the Skip Baylesses and the, a lot of the talking heads, we'd formulate our own opinions yeah. and, you know, we would watch the game in kind of a different light. Um, but all I know is that the here and now, this is Detroit's time. Yeah. And. I pray they could take advantage. I think, but I just think both games you're safe taking the points. Mm-hmm. I just that's just my hunch. Well, especially that's I mean I think seven in almost any conference title game. is Yeah, locked. I mean, look, last year, like you, I don't think you can't predict that. Though. You can't predict the yeah. injury exactly. And the year before, we had two three point championship games with the Bengals and the Rams winning yeah. those. And um, you know, I think the year before the Bucks, that was somewhat close. You know, it was like a five point game. So, look, sometimes you get blowouts in this round. Well, oh, you? yeah.
0: Tampa was, that was Green Bay.
1: Yeah. And they, they, Tampa, like, threw three second half interceptions. They let them back in the game or yeah. something. And um, then uh,
0: Kansas City. Uh, Kansas was City that Houston?
1: Two touchdowns. No, they. was Buffalo. It was Oh, yeah. That was Buffalo. And, you know, but like, some years you, you do get blowouts. Yeah. It happens. But it's just, I don't know if the Lions are that. Like they, again, it's just because this is such a unique opportunity for them. Yeah. I just, I, I can't see any of these four teams getting hammered. I just can't. Like, it doesn't mean they'll necessarily even be great games per se, but they will be close. Mm-hmm. And I think the outcome won't be decided until late. And that's really as a fan. That's well, all at least you want. As a fan of the teams you're not invested in, right? When you want the blowout. That's all you can ask.
0: Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, I mean, my team isn't there. They're right. They're yeah. never there. <laughs>
1: Your team might be the reason that my team wins because every year they beat the team that wins the Super Bowl. Right, week three, they did it last year. The Chiefs.
0: I even when I watched it with my friend who's the Chiefs fan, and I was telling him and his wife sitting there, and I was like, you know, I'm telling you, if you guys beat us this year, you're gonna win the Super
2: Bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's, we're not, and he was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I was, and throughout the game, I was like, just remember what I said. Remember what I said. And, you know, and I actually, I was telling him the Colts will win this game. I'm like, don't cut us out here. We're bad, but we will win the game. We won. And then I just kept telling him, We're, you guys are going to win the Super Bowl now. You're going to win the Super Bowl. I can just feel it. And now his wife listens to anything I say. And I've been wrong all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been so wrong all year. I was. But then I was almost right with like one or two games this weekend. And she was like, so what do you think about this one? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I
1: don't know shit. We both don't ask so me so close with a couple of score. I mean, I had 28, mm-hmm. 24 chiefs. I was off by a point. You had 21, 17 Packers, which it was till a minute left. Yeah. Um, the only one, the only game I didn't actually get the spread pick, right. was the Ravens. I was just nervous yeah. and kind of picking against it, you yeah. know? Uh, so well, I don't, you didn't even pick for the Ravens. Game. I did. Not, and it you know, was for the half, the first half, um, yeah. But yes, uh, I took the four games in Drafts America, went 3 and 1 against the spread. Uh, but I, I think this week, I, mm, I, I almost feel like both road teams are going to cover. Just don't know how that's going to play out in yeah. terms of wins and losses. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it will say. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah. It's going to be a fun weekend, I should say.
0: Everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy the football games. This is the last weekend with multiple games. And then we have to take that stupid Pro the Bowl. dark
1: week. The, oh, the, the fake the Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl games. Oh, okay.
0: Pro Bowl just, games, that, whatever yeah. they're doing. Um, but make sure to like, subscribe, comment share whatever uh go to draft america are you doing any picks on draft america this week We do
1: them for the championship game
0: so check out draft america for that um we have a big major announcement regarding the chaotically intolerant table tennis league coming out probably next week or within a couple weeks Uh, a lot of yeah a lot of big changes coming to that so i'm really excited for that and we'll see you next week